Did you know improving your communication can double your net worth? Just because it's not your title doesn't mean you're not in sales. You are. Lloyd Day created and has taught this communication training for 30 plus years. Macy McNeely, Lloyd's daughter, and Catherine Schubert, a founding student, were struggling entrepreneurs who, after going under his wing and seeing their businesses quadruple, knew that this was the missing piece for so many others. That's how the Guide Culture Training started and has taught over 500 students in just two short years. Sales is guiding people into a decision that is best for them. Guide Culture is not sales training, it's life training. We are a group of completely bought-in sales professionals who persuade for good. Here are your hosts, Macy, Loy, and Catherine. Where did, did you hear the phrase fortune is in the follow-up? Oh, yeah. Where have you heard that? I think that that was just preached in like even my first business opportunities. Yeah. Fortunes in the follow-up. And so I think my impression of it was the more you do it, the more opportunity you have right. to basically make money from a sale mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't really have any reason why. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, it never really occurred to me what human human nature was, what people would really respond to, if they were even interested. It didn't, none of that really super crossed my mind. I just thought, well, the more I do it, the more likely they'll be to buy. Just numbers yeah. game. It's more, more swings at the plate, basically. Something like that. Uh-huh. And honestly, when I look back, I'm disappointed by how little thought I gave it. Really? Because, you know, sometimes when you're taught this, it's true, but the principle underneath it is so much deeper, and that's what we're going to talk about. But I think the roboticness of follow-ups is what really could even hurt you because you're not putting Mm. as much thought, which was my problem at one time. So... Yeah, you think about it as just a numbers game and not, like, a people game. game. Mm Mm-hmm. And each follow-up is really different. It needs to have different levels of a different touch to each one. Mm-hmm. I like to say, think about um, follow-ups as like your team and you're the coach. And the, each team member, like, you know, hey, this one struggles in school. They mm-hmm. need a little more confidence on the field. Hey, this one, it works really, really hard. They actually need to rest a little bit more. You know different yeah. characteristics of each mm-hmm. person on your team and how to approach them. Mm-hmm. And that's how your lead list is. Mm-hmm. It's it's each person is special and different and really approaching it that way is important. Yeah, we're not really getting into this on the podcast, but the way that you know that, you know like what touch to give people is because of the answers you've gotten through questioning and mm-hmm. info gathering. Yeah. You start to know like, oh, well, they're answering with, you know, a ton of their story or they're answering with what they really want want out of their business or mm-hmm. whatever direction they go you kind of learn what their personality is and how to handle it from there so you're not coming in with your touch you're meeting them with what they need exactly uh, in their touch so exactly. that's what's really important is that you're not handling it how you want to handle it mm-hmm. but how they need to be handled and yeah. that's actually coming up um we're doing um a selling styles workshop coming up so Mm -hmm. keep your eye out for that yeah absolutely and uh you know we were uh we're one thing we're really doing in 2021 is focusing on the data right cat and trying we're trying really hard this isn't our our natural nature is to focus on data but we are really working on it and uh in our data from our last launch we were looking there's 100 students that came in to guide culture uh 32 sales were made on the just from the wait list we had some people uh we had a big gap in between openings so we had quite a few wait listers only 11 sales were made from the webinar 11 which is supposed to be 
you know, in theory, this thing that does all the work for you, does all the heavy lifting. And then 57 sales were made from following up in the DMs. And this, this is, I mean, when, when we finished our webinar, we knew the work was just about to begin. That's how it always has been for us. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't you agree? Yeah. We've never not been like, Hey, we're just going to do this webinar and see what happens. Right. We're, we, you know, start the work. Yeah. If you've heard our story from April of 2020, uh-huh. we told a story about how we made zero sales on yes. the live launch webinar mm-hmm. and ended up making all of them in, in follow-ups, follow-ups, public follow-ups and private, which we'll talk about. Yeah. In just um, a second. So, yeah. But we realized that uh, from working with people that this is not common behavior. It's common to us and in our bubble. And then the more we talk to people, they're like, wait, what am I supposed to start doing after the webinar? What am I supposed to start doing after I just announce on Instagram stories? And uh, it's it's the follow up. And so we've realized that we we do have a method that can really, really help people. And so we buckled down and wrote it out. Our follow-up flow is what we've written out. And uh, it's going to be available for you to grab for free for now. It won't be free forever because it is that good. And it is going to be in the show notes of this episode. We have our kind of like, I would say, three-step process. And then within each step, there's different steps. It's really, really good. And I think it's going to be helpful for so many of you. Yeah, so what's interesting is that the follow-up flow it really is rooted in sales skills because following up is I mean it's just revisiting the sale that hasn't closed yet but what's interesting is that yeah, you can have sales skills, but if you're not organized, then people still fall through the cracks. So how do you marry the two? Mm -hmm. You know, the the art of like knowing the sales and then kind Mm -hmm. of the science of saying organized um, in a way that's super sustainable. Because if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, you know that there are so many things that can fall through the cracks. And honestly, we had, we just recently like really got our system snatched. Yeah. And it made the, a massive difference. Massive. And we're actually able to collect real data from it. Yes. Which you also want to do too. Yeah. You want to know your close rate out of how many people um, are you being able to close through follow-ups or whatever? So that's a whole different thing that we'll talk about, but you'll get a system yeah. um, to stay organized. And mm-hmm. Yeah. So in this episode, we're going to talk about some things you might be thinking when it comes to follow-ups. And this is based on conversations we've had with our high-level students um, and just hopefully helping you think a little bit differently about follow-ups so you can really buy into the process and uh, actually find some success with the method. So what we've heard is that some people are kind of wondering, hey, I feel like if I follow up with people, I'm coming off as really thirsty. Mm -hmm. I mean, my webinar, my marketing, they should be really doing the selling for me. I really don't want to have to follow up with people. And I really, I actually get that because what you want is for people to find you, understand your messaging, understand your marketing and buy without having to really do a lot of uh, conversing. Um, And you want to be really in, in high demand. It makes so much sense, right? Yeah. What's so crazy what's so crazy is that a lot of times there's there's a disconnect and you don't even know what the disconnect is and you won't know unless you are in conversation with people when people feel disconnected they are not the ones messaging you saying hey i don't know if this is a good fit for me please help me 
Right. They're they're the ones who are watching in the background. They're silent and they're swiping off because in their brain, subconsciously, they're like, oh, that's not for me. Or I don't understand that part. Or, you know, this doesn't make sense. And so it's not worth the energy to reach out to ask about it. And think of it from your point of view as someone who maybe you do sell something. So you're thinking of this from like, oh, I want to make sure I do this right. Well, think of yourself from a consumer standpoint. Have you ever wanted something and you're just like waiting for the person to post a story that justifies it for you. You're just waiting for that moment where you're like, oh, this makes sense. That's the data I needed. That's the testimonial I needed to hear. That's the story I needed to hear. Like, but you're not telling them that. You're not right. like, hey, tell me a story that like helps this make sense to me. You're just waiting for them to kind of come to you mm-hmm. with that information. So think, so let the script, like people are waiting for you to do that too. They're right. waiting for us to do it. They're like, hey, I need you to sell me. Right. Because I think I need this, but I'm not so sure because and this is like mostly on the subconscious level. That's what's yeah. so scary is people are disconnected. They're like, it just doesn't feel right yet, but like mm-hmm. I think it could. Right. And so that's why it's the salesperson or the owner's real obligation to just go the extra mile with mm-hmm. the messaging so that it meets enough people. And again, right. we're actually coming to selling styles with this soon mm-hmm. because there's different messages for different types of people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And what's when you keep saying disconnected and there's missing gaps, what I keep thinking about is you guys are going to hear a podcast from uh, Casey Graham coming up in a couple weeks. And one thing he said to us is, Hey, until you hit the million dollar mark, the only thing you should be focused on is sales because there is, there will be so many gaps and so many pieces that are not connecting. And until you can fill those gaps, really nothing else matters, but sales. And and until you can know every objection and until you can know what people really are thinking, nothing else matters. Because if you think about what does a sale represent, it represents a conversation, it represents a piece of marketing, Mm -hmm. it represents your brand Mm -hmm. identity. It represents so many things that you're going to have to really be aware of and look, take a hard look in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Think, why isn't this clicking? Like, why am I not getting somewhere right um with all that i'm doing so um, i mean mostly messaging like obviously this is a huge thing that people need to be able to digest and understand in order to buy from you yeah and this reminds us a little bit of our one of our graduates jess Mm -hmm. you want to tell jess's story a little bit yeah so jess has been super diligent about so many things marketing um took guide culture last april so to really hone in on her sales messaging and so she's been doing great and she recently was working on a live launch meaning that she, you know, invited people, they um, signed up to take her to kind of like hear what she could do for them. And she wanted to sell 25 of her product. Um, and on the live call, five were sold. And that's really good. You know, that's people who resonated and that's great. I think it, she was expecting to hit all 25 in that call. She worked really hard. Yeah. Like you work really hard on these presentations. You're trying to hit all the marks. It is not casual at all. And so um, after when I was checking in with her, she's like, hey, like what, um, like what is the next step? Because she knew that there was something she mm-hmm. could do and take action on. So my answer was, you know, follow up. You really need to get information from these people who had raised their hand to be at your presentation. But now what? What's happening in their brain? And honestly, you need to kind of be a um, archaeologist or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, and like go dig for the information. Ha- kind of honey badger situation. A bit. A yeah, little bit. a detective. Yeah. And figure out what's in their head. So mm-hmm. she did. And I mean, there were people who straight up said no. There were people who were like, hey, it's just not the right time. Mm-hmm. But through those answers, she actually got more juicy information that she was able to publicly 
uh, handle objections and right. be more direct with what right. was going on in people's head. And I mean, it was the most amazing thing to watch her sales messaging that week because by the end of the week, she did not end a second early before cart closed and she ended up with all 25. Amazing. So 20 of them came after. And I, I want to know what she thinks about this, but I really, really, really think that it wouldn't have happened. I, know. I really think that because otherwise and what's really common in online business and stuff is to like rely on email which is mm -hmm. a great thing a great tool but it's just a container it's a container and so um and she actually has a lot of she's a copywriter so she knows the juice mm -hmm. and she was still there's still that gap and so for her yeah. to be able to use her unique message mm -hmm. and based on what people told her she was able to meet them in the dms um people what's crazy she said that someone who told her no mm -hmm. was like hey it's like straight up not the right time mm -hmm. she handled um something pretty specific publicly uh on on stories and that person bought wow and this happened a couple of times and so it's just really really mm -hmm. interesting what people will tell you but they actually really do need it mm -hmm. they just need some confirmation um, and that only comes when you just really repeat your message over and over. Yeah. And so it, hopefully it sounds this way, but just to be so clear, it's an, a very active thing. Oh yeah. It's, and this it's, is one of the most active and that's why, you know, a seven day open car is probably ideal because if it's any longer, it's pretty intense. Taxing. Mm -hmm. It's taxing on everybody. Mm -hmm. So, um, just know it is an active role and it's so rewarding because mm -hmm. you, you get to hear how people's eyes open and they realize that they actually really do need mm -hmm. what you have. And so it's actually the opposite of thirsty. It's mm -hmm. really helping you help people thrive mm -hmm. to when you follow up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just getting all those quote no's, you know, we always say you need to get to the no's as quickly as you can. Yes, we do say So that, that you know where to go from there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think what she found was a lot of things were actually just simple objections mm -hmm. that just needed a little so more explanation. And she was like, oh, hey, next time I'm going to do so much better at explaining it because I, I know where I messed up there. And what's interesting, and gosh, I got a message about this recently, but your potential clients or customers, they really think that they are super, 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 super unique. That their Different. situation with their marriage or that situation with their travel plans or their situation with their kids, it is so unique that it almost can't be answered. Mm -hmm. And they want, maybe they want it to be answered. Maybe they do want to work with you, but they're like, oh, like it's just not the right time because mm -hmm. like I have a kid thing. But then you, when as a sales professional, you can actually approach it help them think through it mm -hmm. and they're excited. Mm -hmm. They don't want to say no, but they're like, oh, I don't still see a way around it. You can help them see a way around That's it right. if it truly is a good fit. And oftentimes it is. Yeah. I will say Jess, uh, I think her launch happened kind of the end of February mm -hmm. and she came to an in-person at the beginning of February. Yeah, so her, so, ready. so her sales skills were fiery. They were, mm -hmm. they were pretty hot and spicy. And so she was ready to be in those DMS. Um, but even if you don't feel a hundred percent about your sales skills and you feel a little nervous, this still needs to happen. If anything for info, for info of what people are hearing. Because remember, it doesn't matter what you say. What matters is what people hear. Mm -hmm. um, and just taking so many notes and keeping a document where you are just saving people's uh, messages back to you so you can come back to that when it's time to sell again. Yep. And Kat, you were just saying, follow-ups are taxing. Yeah. <laughs> they can be. Mm -hmm. And if you're anything like us, you know, we're business owners who have a lot to do. Right. We're busy. 
You're you're probably wearing all the hats. Like, right, you have your marketing, you have your content. I just told Kat yesterday I was writing some posts I thought would take me 30 minutes. It took me two and a half hours to write Instagram posts. And then there's the delivery of your actual product and creating your product. And there's so much to do. And so you're probably listening to this and you're like, how can I add one more thing on my plate, much less something that's Especially taxing? Especially clearly not interested. So right. That honestly makes sense right. at face value. Exactly. And so we hear that. I, I just want you to know, I validate all the things you have going on. And, and that is part of the game. You know, I heard Mark Cuban say entrepreneurs work 80 hours so they don't have to work 40 hours because mm-hmm. that's just how we roll. It is hard work. What's, what's, the what if there's one thing that you take away from this podcast it's you knowing that owning a business in itself is not going to give you freedom sales inside of the business is what gives you freedom you have probably been in a place where the sales were not where they needed to be and you probably couldn't sleep at night you probably felt a little sick at your stomach there's nothing else you could think about you were stressed you were in the best version of yourself but when sales are right and when sales are on point, then owning a business is a little bit more fun, a little more free flowing. Me and Kat have definitely experienced both of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this, but if you don't have sales, all the things that you're working on right now are going to go away because they're not going to, you're not going to need the marketing. You're not going to need the content. You're not going to need the Instagram without the sales to support it. Yeah. So while this is intense and while there is a lot uh, that goes into it, because I know for us, uh, Courtney, she just came on the team and we had a sales week pretty early in her coming on, coming on, would you say? Yeah. And she, at the end, she's like, okay, I get it. Like I get what a sales week is because nothing else matters. Mm -hmm. There's nothing else we do than sell when it's time to sell. And a lot gets put to the side and then we have a lot of picking up to do and a lot of catching up to you. And that just is what it is. But what's really cool is that in the follow-up flow in our, in the doc that, that you're going to be able to download, uh, there's a way to have kind of concentrated seasons of intensity. So you are in sales mode in seasons instead of all the time, because that mental margin is important when you're building business and creating and making new products. Uh, and you don't want to necessarily be in that that high intensity all the time or you will burn out. So you will learn a little bit more about that in the follow up flow. You know, when you're in that that high level of intensity, maybe you do um, sales calls. Maybe it's not in the DMs. We used to do a lot of sales oh, yeah. calls. And that, honestly, I highly recommend starting there because you just get so much, so much practice and you get real-time kind of reactions from people. Yeah. You can watch their body language. If, if for no other reason than to, again, take that hard look in the mirror and be like, what is hitting and what's not? Yeah. Because the verbal... Uh, I'm sorry, the nonverbal communication of the body language in the face is going to say about 80% or more, 93 even, I think it is, compared to verbal. So yes. they might say one thing with their mouth and then yeah. their face is saying, I mm-hmm. will never buy this. Mm-hmm. So we need to see those, get to, get to the no, even yeah. if it's a, a nonverbal no. Yeah. We need to get all the action. Yeah, it's just part of the grind is the is the sales yeah. calls. It's the quicker you can, like, what are they, I mean, this is part of that, like, failing forward, fail fast. Yeah. If, it, if you have a terrible call, that's really good because yeah. you can fix it mm-hmm. and get living in that state of like unawareness. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not going to serve you at all. No, yeah. And even better, I don't know, have you ever had a sales call with a husband, like husband and wife duo sitting there? 
together? I don't think I have. Okay. Well, I have multiple times. And that is some of the best practice you can get because typically it's two different buying styles. Right. Okay. Two different people looking for two different types of things. And so you get to practice kind of selling both of them in different ways. And just like Kat has been saying, a selling styles workshop is uh, coming very soon. Uh, and so you get just all this practice. In, and even if no one ever buys from a sales call, the practice that you get is so worth it. And um, a girl actually messaged me one time and she, this is what was so cool about her situation is she's a life coach. And where she got her certification from, they actually give her leads. All her leads come from the certification that she came from. Can you imagine if you had just leads just lined up? No, that's the hard part. The hard part is the leads. And then when you have sales skills, you just get them on the call and it's like a dream come true, right? So she's like, hey, she messaged me. She's like, hey, this is actually where this came from. She said, I'm looking for a follow-up system. Do, Do you teach that in guide culture? She was interested in buying guide culture. And I I honestly wasn't really sure what she meant by that. I had never really heard of someone ask specifically about a follow-up system within guide culture. So I asked her, hey, you know, great question. Why do you ask? And she said, well, I I get all these leads. And when I'm on a call, they tell me yes. They say, yes, I want to buy. I'm so excited. You know, this is what I'm into. You know, I'm going to do this. And then they get off the call and they don't buy at all. They ghost or... Or they do buy, but they don't stay on for for long. So it's a continuation program. And so she'll get them for like a month and then they'll fall off. So she says, I need to follow up with the people who bought and the people who didn't buy. And I just kind of asked, I said, well, if you're on the sales call and they said yes, but they never buy, is that really a close? She's like, well, yeah, they said they verbalize yes. And as Loy always says, you know, it's not done until it's done, until the hand has been shaken and the money is in the bank. And so really the sale was not closed. And we always say, you know, you can tell how good of a job you did based on how excited someone is. And you can tell how excited someone is based on how quickly they take action. So if you get on the call, you, you know, they say yes, they get off the call and buy right away. You know, you did an amazing job. You got them pumped, you got them inspired and they took action instantly. And so um, I, I want to be clear here that follow-ups and closing a sale are, they're kind of, they're two different things, but they can also be done together, right? Right. But if you are finding the follow, that you're getting off calls and people aren't, aren't actually taking action, that is not a follow-up system you need. A follow-up system will absolutely help you, but it's the sales skills that are not right, not the follow-up skills. Yeah. Yeah. You use Again, follow-up system is another container to hold your sales skills. Right. Um, but this this goes back to what someone says with their mouth, with their words. Right. Hey, yeah, I'm ready to buy, and then they don't. Mm-hmm. That means that there was something in there yeah. that you could have known how to info gather on. Yeah handle I mean and move on. we call sometimes we call those hidden objections sometimes right. people don't say what's really going on and you can dig you learn how to dig those out because you want them in the air so that you can actually handle them yeah um, and so that that's what I would kind of quote diagnose her is hey there's there's an objection handling problem here so mm-hmm. that you can actually get them to move forward so a follow-up system I cannot recommend it enough it helps you just stay in the know and know what's going on and being able to be kind of on the ground your follow-up system is going to be a lot more fun and enjoyable with sales skills. Mm -hmm. We were uh, looking at our, like, I love following up and being in my DMs and don't you enjoy it? Well, I mean, it's fun when they're 
people like we talk to. It, it's awesome. You know, it's re- it is a really fun time. I probably would not enjoy it if I didn't know how to do it. I mean, how many things do, awful. do we not know how to do when we hate? Like data. We're talking about how we don't want to deal with data because right. we just don't even really know what we're looking for. And if we knew, if we were like true scientists, it would be so fun and we would love it. Right. So knowing the sales skills make the follow-ups so enjoyable and it makes the game, it's like the game of life, man. Yeah, super fun. It's a hit, isn't it? Super fun. And I, I don't know if this is like the right time to talk about it, mm-hmm. but in the post I did last week, I mm-hmm. said, hey, this is, to be so clear again, it's, you follow with people who raised their hand before. Right. And so you might be thinking or read that before, just, just you're just now hearing it and you're thinking, well, how do I get them to raise their hand? Well, there's a, so many different ways. Yeah. And what I'll tell you is that, there's a lot of ways to get to a close that aren't the final close. So a call to action, maybe you've heard it called that. Um, maybe they answered a poll. Maybe they commented on something. Maybe they've told you they're interested. There's so many different types of buying signals that you can note as raising their hand mm-hmm. where you have permission to follow up with them. Right. Now, if they tell you no and whatever, they say, like, stop messaging me, like, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But if they've raised their hand in some way, that's who the system is for. It's right. not for a cold. I mean, in my opinion, mm-hmm. it's not for the cold leads list. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a whole different situation. Yeah. Um, but when you do have people who've raised their hand, who are even slightly interested or expressed um, interest in some way, mm-hmm. this system is what's going to help you so much. Get your mind right mm-hmm. around what it means to follow up with them. Give you a really solid system that is sustainable around it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, we're just like you. We're like using our you know, Macs, iPhones, like we aren't trying to, we, we do have a CRM mm-hmm. that it's not like sustainable for us. Mm-hmm. It's just not like we're on the go too much. So if you are similar and you just need it to be quick, sustainable and practical, that's what the system and this method that we're going to show you is mm-hmm. going to be for you too. And so much of the true magic that comes from follow-ups when you do them the right way. Mm-hmm. Super awesome. Yeah. And if you're listening to that and you're like, cat, cool, but like no one raises their hand for me. How do we get people to raise? I, I will never forget someone telling me this and I could not even tell you who it was. I cannot remember. It was probably probably my first six months of being in business and they, and they basically, I don't know if I'm going to say exactly like they said it, but basically along the lines of, Hey, people aren't, you know, communicating with you, you aren't giving enough value for someone to communicate with you. And that, cause I was not getting, no one was raising their hand for me at that point. And that's when it became, Hey, I need to grow myself Mm -hmm. so that I can add value so that people communicate with me. And we're going to do a podcast about that in just a little bit. So, um, stay, stay on the lookout for that. But I would just encourage you to really look inward and work on yourself so that you can be valuable for other people. Yeah. And what's crazy when we think about polls and comments, they feel so casual. Yeah. But really that is someone possibly being vulnerable. It's Mm -hmm. someone putting themselves into your life, which maybe they don't want to be reached out to or whatever. But that's a sell. To mm-hmm. get someone to answer a poll, to comment, that is a sell. Mm-hmm. Just because you have a call to action does not mean that you sold it. Yeah. A close is any favorable, any, next favorable decision. The next decision, whether it be a comment mm-hmm. or a DM or, hey, I'm ready to buy, doesn't matter. They are all mm-hmm. versions of someone saying, hey, yes, based on mm-hmm. a closing question yeah so definitely grab this uh follow-up flow uh i guess it's a download but it is really good we talk about the mindset and we talk about the method and then the magic that happens once you get in this follow-up flow and just like kat said it is such a simple 
doable, digestible system. And I'm just so excited for y'all to use it. We have Google Docs for you that you can make a copy of and just make your own. Um, And so let us know how you like it. Let us know in the DMs. We really, really want to know. And if you have any suggestions once you grab it, please let us know that as well. And uh, enjoy. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope this episode encouraged you in your journey. Come join us over at the Winner's Circle Facebook group of online entrepreneurs who are winning the game of life. The link is down in the show notes. We'll see you there.